Life's complicated and overwhelming enough, especially for those in mission-driven work. Let's make your journey to health as simple and sustainable as possible. I'm Lisa Baker, and I want to welcome you to the Simply Health Coaching Podcast, where it's the food, and it's more than the food. On this podcast, we'll talk about the food you put in your mouth and everything else that nourishes you or doesn't, with special attention paid to the problems and opportunities facing women burning out in mission-driven work. Starting with season two, we're going to spend time talking with three types of guests, women experiencing burnout in mission-driven work, conventional and alternative practitioners who serve them, and with others whose lives intersect with them and their organizations, in particular with individuals looking to implement innovative ways to fund the holistic health of these women. My vision is a world in which you can be well while doing good, and my mission is to give you the simple resources and practices and some helpful connections to get there. Let's get started. Extra weight, increasing anxiety, chronic fatigue, loss of interest in everything, inability to focus. Ugh, what happened to you? Was one of your thoughts for the new year that you would like to get out of this state of burnout you're sliding into or are already deep into? Before you go signing up for some expensive supplement, impractical smoothie regimen, crash diet, total detox, impossible workout, or interminable woo practice, stop. You can turn the burnout train around with the knowledge you already have and may have forgotten. And it doesn't take hours or even minutes of your day. You can do it for free and we can start the journey together for five days in February. Did you know that by mid-February, 80% of New Year's resolutions have fallen by the wayside? My Goodbye Burnout 5-Day Challenge is the perfect reset and the solid foundation you need to make sure you reach your health goals in 2021. Sign up at isgoodbyebyeburnout, that's is dot gd slash burnout all lowercase, or click the link in the show notes to get started. See you February 1st. Let's do this. Hello, I am here today with Chris Greer, who is a student of the world, finding her own path and helping others along the way. She's been using meditation, yoga, crystal healing, Reiki, and aromatherapy to light her way for almost 20 years. Her love of books has helped Chris form her beliefs and discover different modalities by taking what resonates with her from every book she reads. When Chris isn't cuddled up at home with her dog, a good book and a glass of wine, oh, we need to be friends. <laughs> She's often traipsing around foreign lands with her husband and son, exploring and learning from different cultures and belief systems. And I'm assuming at some point we'll be able to do that again. <laughs> uh, Chris, yes, Chris recently started a podcast, Grounding Journey, the deeper conversations you've been seeking as a way to connect with other souls on a similar spiritual journey. And there's even more to Chris. She was a single mom for some time, holding down three jobs. So Chris totally understands overwhelm. We're going to talk a little bit about how her, her healing modalities can help with that. Uh, she's been in marketing for about 20 years and accidentally started a business creating and launching online courses for people who are overwhelmed with this desire to create, but then really freaked out by the logistics and tech side of things. So welcome, Chris. 
Thank you. It's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I warned you as a health coach, I often talk about our food and lifestyle choices as being kale or kryptonite. So they, they either nourish us or they really toxify us. So first tell us what's your kale? Like what's the one thing you do daily that really nourishes you on a deep level? I love the kale and kryptonite. <laughs> I've definitely used kryptonite in my own terminology often. So I totally <laughs> resonate with that. Um, my kale is definitely my morning practice of meditation, yoga, breath work. Um, it's where I kind of begin my day, even if it's not on my mat, it's before I get out of bed, if I know I have a hectic day. So my daily practice. Mm. My practice. Love that. Yeah. And how about your kryptonite? What sometimes sneaks in that may not be quite so nourishing, but sometimes it just sneaks in. You know, it's funny because my first response when you said that, I was like, if I give that answer, it's going to make me sound bad. But I would. <laughs> there say, is no judgment. This is a judgment free zone, Chris. <laughs> I love that. Well, since you said it in my intro, I have to say it that it's my wine because I have a glass of wine one or two nights a week. And then I don't do my daily practice the next morning. So, you know, but I was like, oh, can I say wine? Does that make me sound bad? Absolutely, but, you can say wine. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that you bring right? that up because I think so often uh, when we get to midlife as women, like that glass of wine never used to be a problem. And then suddenly that one glass of wine is a huge problem. You know? Especially and I, with hormones. Yes. It messes with all kinds of things. And I actually heard on a podcast about, about menopause that um, our liver loses a certain amount of function, like a percentage of its function for every year after the age of 40. So it's no surprise that like, you know, the wine that you used to be able to, you know, used to be able to have two glasses a night, no problem. And all of a sudden your body is just not processing it the way it used to. So it really is kryptonite in some ways, unfortunately, because it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. All right. So tell us uh, exactly how you came to do what you do and, and like what path led you there? Oh my gosh. I think it was a very long and windy road that got me where I am. <laughs> those are the best. I know. And you know, it's one of those that I have so much gratitude for that road, no matter how hard it was and how long it was, like where I am now. I say in my regular prayers and meditation, I'm like, thank you, God, please don't ever let me forget how hard it was to get here because I want to always, like, I don't want to relive it, but I want to always have that gratitude for it. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's I know we were going to kind of talk about Reiki and crystals and I'm so excited to talk about that. Um, so my spirituality really came from when I was pregnant with my son. Um, and he just turned 23 days ago from when we're recording this. So when <laughs> you were saying almost 20, I'm like, yep, it's all almost 20. Um, yep. Having him really just, it was like a porthole opened for me when I was pregnant with him and that connection. And so I've been on this journey for a long time and Reiki was my first part and then crystals and then um, I've been using essential oils, actually essential oils were before that. So I've been using essential oils for 25 years. That's how I was able to kind of balance things and get pregnant with him. Um, and then through that, as you mentioned, overwhelm, I married my high school sweetheart. I mean, I was 24 when I married him, but he was my high school sweetheart. Uh, when I was 35, we split up and I found myself a single mom where I was working three jobs not missing volleyball practice or volleyball games or anything. 
Um, and it was by the grace of my parents that I was able to kind of get through all that. But I remember the days of working full time with two side jobs. One was on nights, one was on the weekends. And I remember calling my dad one day just in tears in my car in a parking lot because I'd hit that breakdown point. Yeah, and wall. yeah it was hard. And I went to my boss shortly after that and was like, I, I don't want to keep doing this forever. Like I've hit my salary cap with you. I'm where I am. It's time for me to go back to school. And I'm very grateful. He, he hired me as a single mom. Um, so he knew where I was in life and I'd been with him for a couple of years. And he let me back my hours down to 30 hours a month, a week and go to school. So four years I was in school at this point, I had a teenage son and was somewhere in the middle of it, newlywed. So, you know, you add all those stresses of life. <laughs> you were doing and, all the things and you were doing them all at the same time. Yeah. Cause nobody told me I didn't have to do it all. <laughs> yeah. This is what I should be doing. Right. right. And that's what we think of. You know, and I, I hate to do that. Well, that's what we think of as women, but that's what we think of as women yeah. that we have to do it all. And I am here to tell you, you don't like the moment I slowed down and started breathing and building my regular practices. It was amazing how much I realized I was fighting the flow of life by thinking I had to do it all by trying to do it all. And now that I've picked my favorite parts of it all. And those are the parts that I focus on and I do, I've created a really successful six-figure business that now employs myself, my husband, and my son, hmm. um, you know, and even through COVID, we had a great year. So it's really neat. And what I'm able to do with that is give back to the women who are trying to do it all and trying to help women trying to do it all. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. And, and I just, I want to thank you for just coming out and saying you don't have to do it all. Sometimes it really does come down to somebody else telling us like you have permission not to do it all. Like yeah. the way you're thinking is, is your reality. And it's not really what, what the truth is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you use um, Reiki and crystals specifically with women who are, are burning out. Like what are these healing modalities that not a lot of people know about? So I do a lot more with crystals with people um, because, I mean, you can do long distance Reiki. I use Reiki on myself a lot. Mm. Uh, it's more over time. I've really just kind of focused on me and I have a, a soul sister that will do distance Reiki on. Mm. Uh, and that I love because it's something that you can give yourself it's a way of self-care. Like you can lay in bed at night and you can't sleep and you place your hands on your heart or on your sacral and your heart chakras. And you're able to channel that. And as I do it, I always say, you know, thank you for sharing the loving light of God. Thank you um, for allowing me to share the loving light of God so that that's kind of and I use the word God for divine mm -hmm. because it's just easy to say. Yes. <laughs> so if it's source, if it's universe, if it's divine, whatever, um, I use all those words too. But yeah. when I'm doing Reiki, I think of it as the loving light of God. Uh, and, and I'll just share with you because we were talking before we got started that I had to let my cat in. Um, my cat, I know where you're going with this. I yeah, love this. He, he is an addict. 
right? Like he is such a Reiki addict. Yes. I have a body worker who has a cat that is, she calls him a Reiki junkie. Like Mm, she'll be doing massage and he is just off in the house somewhere. But the minute the Reiki starts, he is at the door. It is just Mm -hmm. uncanny how energetically attuned our animals are. Yes. Well, and you know, I, um, I have my little room and it's called my Zen Den and it's where I do my yoga and my meditation and it's a separate room in the house. Nobody else goes in there. It's just my space because oh, that I want to borrow that the Zen Den. I have a room like that too. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> it wasn't originally me, but I love it. Just keep <laughs> spreading it. It's a ripple effect. <laughs> yes, it's actually from Terry Cole. So let me give her okay. credit, for that. Give credit where credit Terry is due. Cole. Um, and, and so when I'm in there, sometimes meditating, I will open my eyes and he's in my lap, you know, because <sighs> he just loves that energy. And he was in a severe accident in the spring of last in 2020 that left him blind with some trauma. Um, and so I started doing Reiki with him as he was healing. And my soul sister was sending it to him while he was still in the animal hospital. And I tell you, it's fun because if you've never done Reiki, if you've never played with Reiki, I love my husband so much. He's not spiritual. He's not an energy worker. He just is kind of like, okay, whatever. You've got your room. You've got rocks, you know? Uh, And and so Tom is our cat's name. Tom comes and sits on my lap at night when we're watching TV. And he, when it rains because of, you know, the body trauma, he gets very anxious and very uncomfortable. And that's the times that I definitely really focus on giving him Reiki and so I, I gave it to him one night and he's like a, a wino passed out, you know, in my lap, arms sprawled, drooling <laughs> off the side of my legs and stuff. And, and my husband looks at me and goes, did you just Reiki him? Yes, yes, I like I that. It's a transitive verb now to Reiki somebody. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you know what? I want to take it one step further back. It, just like, give us your basic definition of what is it? What is Well, Reiki? that's what I was going to say. So if you don't believe in Reiki, if you've never experienced it, let me tell you how real it is. And what's neat with Reiki is it is channeling the universe's energy. It's bringing it in and offering it to someone else. So you're just a funnel, a channel for it. So it's like if you have people who are are in churches, it's kind of like when the elders lay their hands on you or something like that, it's healing. And when you start with Reiki, you have to go through Reiki level one, Reiki two, and then Reiki mastery level. And you can do those. I've seen some massage schools do it in a weekend that you get one and two. And I don't want to talk bad about anything. That's not the traditional way. Mm -hmm. And so the traditional way, I think, and I'm going to misspeak this. So please don't quote me when I'm saying traditional. I think level one is two attunements. Level two is three attunements and then mastery. And the traditional way of that it was originally kind of created, channeled, um, is that you do it 21 days apart with each attunement. Mm. And so when I did my Reiki levels, it actually took me two years to get through them all because I would do it 21 days apart, get the next attunement. I would fast for three days before so that my body was really pure. And it it definitely, um, there's a lot that you absorb. There's a lot that your body processes. So I can't imagine doing it in a weekend. Right with the healing crisis that happens afterwards. So the way that I visualize myself is it's basically like a PVC pipe from my crown to my root that is what 
the loving light of the universe energy funnels in and then funnels out my hands. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it comes out my hands into the recipient person, cat, myself, whatever. Uh, and it's, it's really just a beautiful, that white loving light that we all feel or want to see in meditation is what, and so it's not that I have a gift. It's not that I'm anything special. Anybody can become attuned to Reiki by finding your master. And, and to me, it's a very sacred um, process. Yeah. And, you know, when I, I started, it actually took me quite some time to find my master. And it was somebody I randomly met at a workshop and she walked in and I was just like, I need to be with that person, not be with, but you know, I need to meet yeah. and talk to that person. And she became my master. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I, and I think it really is, it sort of speaks to that Chinese saying about, you know, when the student is ready, the master will appear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And how about the crystals? Tell, tell me more about that. So I love crystals and, um, my son calls them rocks. My husband yeah. calls them rocks. <laughs> Mommy's rocks. rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I have lots of rocks all over the house. Uh, and what I love about that is there's so many, they're so diverse. There's so many things that you can get from them. And my podcast, as you mentioned, is called grounding journey because it's all about being grounded and being, you know, balanced because that's where it starts is that mother earth energy. And so for me to stay grounded, having crystals all over the house, having crystals on my desk, having crystals in my bra on occasion um, is really like- Much better than putting your cell phone there. Let me just put that out there. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. It's more healthy. <laughs> Way healthier. <laughs> Sorry, right. I interrupted. <laughs> no, it's funny you say that because like I every once in a while come home and I've like stuck one in there because I knew I was going somewhere and I'll forget and take my, you know, but at yoga and I take my sports bra off and you, and I don't have little, like I have rocks that I'm like, how did that stay in there? And me forget it was there. Right. Not, <laughs> it lands uh, on your toes when you take your bra off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I love using those because if you're not comfortable with channeling Reiki or some of the other spiritual levels that may seem a little out there, Rocks were created by nature. Rocks were created by whoever your creator is. Mm -hmm. So you can always connect to them in that sense. So if you're just beginning into exploring your spirituality, if you're just beginning, you know, exploring more metaphysical, or if you're so deep, you're wearing crystals in your bra, <laughs> you know, they work for anybody. Um, one of my favorites is rose quartz because it's such a soft, gentle, like feminine stone and it's all about heart work. So for me, that's, that's really powerful. Um, I, I, I need to take a picture and send it to you of my desk so you can see how many crystals. <laughs> oh, have. I have quite a few here too. So maybe we'll exchange photos afterwards. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite crystal? You know, I have to go with rose quartz also. Okay. Um, I have a, a friend in California who sent me this beautiful pendant and it, it actually, I, I'm not really a necklace wearer, but it hangs from my, from my light on my desk and it's just, it's always there. And yeah, it just feels like you said, very feminine energy. Mm -hmm. I love that. I actually have a pendant also a rose quartz pendant, pendant that has one of the Reiki symbols the distance giving Reiki symbol engraved into it. And it's mm. up against your chest. 
So I love that one because it's always sharing love and Reiki at once. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. But another one, I like, you got me talking about crystals. Oh yes. Let's go. Let's go. Tell me more. Like (laughs) nickname my parents gave me a motor mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things bringing crystals into overwhelm and into 2021 of where we all are, we're working from home. We're online so much more selenite. Selenite is an amazing stone for multiple reasons. It absorbs kind of the electro energy that's around. It doesn't have to be cleared. It naturally clears itself. So it's Mm. not like some other stones that kind of build up the energy. I still take mine outside. I don't leave it out in the rain, um, but I still take it outside and charge it or clear Mm -hmm. it. Um, But that's a really great one. And having you know, I even have seashells at my desk because they remind me of trips we were on. But at my desk, I have rose quartz, I have tourmaline, which is also really good for absorbing that energy. And I forgot, selenite's very grounding for you too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have selenite, tourmaline, rose quartz, hematite, tourmaline, um, you know, and then if you can see, and I have this huge back in that corner is selenite yep. as long as from my knee to my shin. Yeah. Um, and, and so selenite's really good to help with keeping you grounded when you're online mm. because we're all now that we're so much more um, online working instead of in an office interacting with people where you would talk to your coworker. Now you're messaging them using crystals to absorb that extra energy because you're on it so much and to ground you in your space so that you're not just out there floating through the internet. Mm. So much of our energy gets drawn out there too, even though we're not aware of it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a wonderful suggestion. Anything else around that? Anything else around like either what we've been going through this past year or, you know, just the fact that we're online so much. Anything else come to mind in terms of crystals? Um, You know, it's just one of the things I say is the fun part about crystals is they're so diverse. You can't do it wrong. So if there's something that you like that you're drawn to, there's a reason you're drawn to it. Mm -hmm. Keep it with you. Um, You know, you can also use the stones that are good for grounding and keeping you in your space are red stones, orange stones. It all kind of goes back to the chakras of, and also black or um, hematite stones, like black tourmaline. Mm-hmm. Hematite, I really like because it also keeps other people's stuff away. And so, you know, I have it on my desk because I work with my husband. And husband. <laughs> um, which is really fun. That's it, Chris. You did it. It's going out into the podcast. So yeah. we're just going to hope he doesn't listen in. <laughs> yeah. They know that though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it won't surprise them. Um, uh, that's with, great. <laughs> well, and it's funny because, you know, I have a 20 year old teenage son and my husband and my son's been dating the same girl for three years. And I keep telling him, I'm like, your wife one day is going to be really grateful you work for your mother because <laughs> we work with so many women who are in overwhelm, who are in creation, who are trying to help women empower themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> so the things Kevin's learning at this age, like I'm Good job, me. <laughs> Good job, mom. Hashtag parenting done right. <laughs> yes, I'm going to use that one. Yes. So tell me more about working with women who are really overwhelmed. What about working with them um, really astonishes, excites, disturbs, challenges you? Um, 
You know, I think my favorite part is it takes it back to, I don't ever want to forget where I was Mm. because I see these people, these women who are so want, and you know, the programs we work with, with clients are people who, women who are empowering other women, who are helping other women break through limiting beliefs, who are helping. um, We had another client who we did a big launch for in September uh, and she works with families of addiction. So, and and that's where I was when I left my first husband. Um, So it's really neat to give back. And the reason so many women at least in my experience, are so overwhelmed is because they're so following their purpose of giving back, of supporting others that we don't take care of ourselves as much. Yeah. And that's one of the things I've really learned in 2020 was my own self-care and my own boundaries. Mm. And, and so I've been able to create those for me most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes that kryptonite sneaks in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But it's fun to watch them and empower them to empower others. So it's that circle effect of just knowing that you're sending and spiraling good Mm. stuff out there. Yeah. Oh, I love that because it really speaks to just the whole, like coming back to the Reiki, just like the direction of the energy, right? Uh Um, Just that idea that I think a, a masculine model is just very straight on, just like moving in a straight line. And women tend to work in a much more spiral circular fashion mm-hmm. where, you know, you're giving back. And I think for me, it feels like where, where women are getting burned out and overwhelmed is when they start trying to function in a more masculine fashion. Yes. And as a result, they're overgiving. They're not, you know, it's like they get stuck in that. If, if they're moving in a straight line, it's always outward rather than giving to themselves, they're giving outward and it's not coming back. Absolutely. And I think a big part of that is, you know, when we work in our feminine brain and I don't know if you've ever read the book, Feminine Genius by no. Leona Silver. Mm, I'm going to have to put that in the, in the show notes. Yeah, I highly recommend it. So she, it's feminine genius in the sense of right brain, left brain, as in outward, inward, as in creative logic. Mm. And so everything that you were just saying, she wraps up in her book and it's amazing. Um, and that was a big, I read that probably two, two and a half years ago. Um, actually, I did a program launch with her, which is why I read the book. Um, and, and that really got me seeing how not just being, you know, outward and logistic because we get so programmed to getting the kids to school, getting dinner made, getting this, getting that, getting that, and not being creative Mm -hmm. and bringing it back to that feminine of taking time to draw or dance or, you know, some part of that creative that feels, you know, fuels our inside. And that's all a form of self-care. Yeah. And it feels like creativity for many, many women is, is a luxury. Like I'll do that yeah. when, yes. and that when never comes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you are in a fast paced job or you find yourself working doubles at the hospital, or you have two kids that you're not homeschooling because your schools are closed, finding that time to be creative, to take care of yourself is so 
hard. It's like that saying that you should meditate every day for 20 minutes, except when you're busy and then you should meditate for an hour. Like, <laughs> you should self-care every day. For 20 minutes. Yes. Yes. And that, that should though, that should gets in there. And I feel like for me that that word should so often goes hand in hand with self-care that, you know, self-care has really become another one of these shoulds like, you know, mani pedi, massage, haircut, time with the girls, yoga, meditation, workout class. It's just like, now you've just added a whole bunch more, you know, right. but what I really love to tell clients is, you know, don't think about the thing. Think about the time, like dedicate 20 to 30 minutes a day to yourself. And when you get to that 20 minutes, what do you want to do? Like, pick something. It doesn't have to be the same thing every day. It could be creative one day. It could be meditation the next day, whatever, but just commit to that time rather than to the activity. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know, we, when I, cause I do work with some people about learning meditation. And one of the things I say to them, and this is totally applicable to meditation, to yoga, to drawing, to any creative outlet, start with five minutes, because yes. five, five minutes. Don't aim for half an hour yeah. when the first time you meditate. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and once you get two weeks into that five, but commit to five minutes for two weeks. Yeah. Once you get into that two weeks, your body, your soul, yourself will crave it. Yeah. And then you'll go to 10 minutes. And I mean, I'm up to an hour and a half now between my yoga meditation and breath work. Fortunately, my lifestyle allows that, but I didn't start at an hour and a half. Right. You know, I started two years ago at 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it actually leads right into my next question, which is what do you think could reduce the amount and level of burnout among women who are in mission-driven fields, like out there giving, making the world a better place? Like, what do you think could help them? Well, I'm going to tell you to put crystals in your bra. All right. Number one. <laughs> Just Whichever because, one you want, right? right? Whatever speaks to you. Okay. Well, and just because that's going to bring some grounding energy to you, even yeah. if you're not conscious that it's in your bra anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, but now you have to tell me where to put it because, you know, sometimes it's just going to look funny, right? Right. Well, that's why you always <laughs> tuck it underneath and have a loose shirt on. Okay. So, and, and no I'm tight t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. No tight t-shirts. And I'm not well endowed. So like I can stick it under one. And, and if you're 40, they're starting to droop a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> it works to go under there. Um, I love this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So number one, put a crystal in your bra. Right. <laughs> Anything else? You have to wear a tight shirt. You can put it in your pocket because one of the benefits of having it in your pocket too is especially in the beginning, every time you stick your hand in your pocket to touch your keys, to grab something, you're going to feel it, which is going to give you that trigger. Yeah. Of, oh yeah. It's there. Yeah. Oh, anything about it being like closer to your root chakra at the same time? Does that, does that come into play? <laughs> I mean, it definitely is going to help with grounding you, Yeah. but it depends on if you have like a higher power stone where you're trying to connect with your crown or, you know, cause, but all stones are grounding. Mm -hmm. Um, so it definitely is going to help you, especially if you, if you feel anxious and unresty and uneasy, unresty, that's a new word. Zigzaggy. Um, that's my <laughs> new word. I'm feeling a little zigzaggy. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Having it at your roots going to really help. Hmm. Yeah. So definitely. Okay. And, and you know, another thing, and I know this is really hard when you're running from patient to patient or people are screaming your name, 
But one of my favorite, favorite things is just to put my hand on my heart and take two breaths mm. and feel those breaths move completely in and out of you. Yeah. And for me, I'm doing Reiki on myself in this couple of breaths. So that helps me too. Um, but those are definitely my two favorite ways when I'm on the go. Yeah. Mm, like, I love those. Those are great. And I, I just, I love how, I guess this is the new way to use actionable. It's not nothing about suing people, but it's, it's actionable, right? It's practical. Yeah. Two very simple things that people can do without like having to spend half an hour every day on it. Um, yeah. So Chris, tell us where to find you. You have a podcast. Um, tell us about your creative agency work because um, this will also be something that people are looking for, help with logistics and tech for the, the things they're driven to create but feel overwhelmed about. Tell us where to find you and, and what you're offering. Thanks, I appreciate that. Um, so my creative agency is CMG Ideas which is actually my initials, so Chris Menesi Greer, but it also stands for Creative Marketing and Graphics. Mm. So I explained that in case you didn't know if the C was a B or an M or what letter it said. <laughs> um, so that, if you want to check out the services we offer, is cmgideas.com. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the reason we connected about being on your podcast is because spiritual conversations, new and old, are my passion so I actually started my podcast because we had clients who wanted to start podcast with the agency. So I started a podcast to know what they were going to go through and to experience it. That's oh, brilliant. I, <laughs> well, I will tell you, I am my own worst client. <laughs> or down. best or best. You, <sighs> it just, you know, you're going to, you're going to jump in there with both feet and learn it so you can help other people. That's astounding. <laughs> yes. Well, so grounding journey is my podcast and it's all about the deeper conversations you've been seeking. You can find me on Instagram at grounding underscore journey. And then you're going to be the first one I announce this to, because I'm not announcing it to my audience tomorrow, but you know, when your podcast um, airs, so talking about self-care for ourselves, and I want to, I want to use a different word that self-care resonates, but it also triggers, I think. Mm. Um, so I also, I'm a yoga teacher uh, and I'm going to start doing the last weekend in January this year, a sacred Sundays. It's going to be free. It's just community. So we'll do a 30 minute yoga, a five minute breath work, a 10 minute meditation, and then 45 minutes of your space. If that's journaling, if it's reading a book, it's creating that sacred space. So it's an hour and a half. Mm. You can come to any of it, all of it, none of it. Um, but that's going to be something I'm going to release it in the next week on my podcast, but I'm, I'm in the works. And I love this. And I'm just going to say, we sort of had this conversation already, like self-care to me, I don't like that word necessarily yeah. because of that feeling that it's just become a list that we have to tick all the boxes on. Mm -hmm. I've really started using the, the word soul care and Ooh. I re feel free to use it. <laughs> write it down. But my, my, my saying about it is like self-care is what Cosmo is telling you you should be doing. Yeah. And soul care is what you're, what the universe is actually asking of you. I like that. That's yeah. beautiful. Feel free I mean, to use soul care. <laughs> I, I really, we'll exchange Zen Den and soul care. <laughs> there we go. Zen Den, soul care. One for me, one for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where, you know, coming up with sacred Sundays is what I was thinking about because it's just our sacred time. It's Sunday morning. Yeah. So it's that time where you don't have to be racing off to anything. Yeah. 
and give yourself, if nothing else, come for 30 minutes of yoga, come for 10 minutes of meditation, stay for journaling or reading a book. I'm going to be sitting on my couch reading a book at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I used to work in a church and the, the music director, um, once it, she just dropped this great expression. Um, you know, I'm not going to use her real name, but let's say her name was Sue. And she said, she said, I'm going to take this Sunday off because I've been in church so much. I just, I need to go to the church of Sue for a while. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, that's it. And that's what this feels like. And I think it's so important right now, especially because some people are used to going to church on Sunday and that's just not such an option anymore. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing? Are you just letting it go? Or can you use that time in a different way? And this just sounds like such a beautiful solution for that. Thank you. Well, thank you for letting me share about it today. I wasn't even thinking about it till we started talking. I'm like, this will go along perfect with the conversation. Yes, that's great. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, Chris, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for the conversation. I so enjoyed chatting with you. I feel like we're going to have more conversations. That's what I love about podcasting is I've made so many new good friends with it. I know. It's so much fun, isn't it? Like just people of the same mind, the same heart kind of combination you just you, you're called to certain people it's like oh yes. I was supposed to meet you and here's why yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. great well thanks again and we'll be talking soon thank you it was a pleasure thanks for joining me and don't forget to sign up for the goodbye burnout five-day challenge that starts February 1st 2021 you can find the link to register in the show notes Thanks for listening. Please note that any suggestions provided on this show are not meant to replace medical advice, and the opinions of the guests on this show are their own. And Simply Health Coaching and Elizabeth A. Baker, LLC, neither endorse nor take responsibility for statements made by guests. Let me know your thoughts about the episode and share your biggest takeaways and aha moments. And let me know who else you want to hear from on the topic of being well while doing good. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor, as well as through some of the other listening platforms. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast in your listening app so you never miss an episode. Love the podcast? You can support it with a donation directly from the podcast homepage in most listening apps. If you'd like to know more about my work, visit my website at simplyhealthcoaching.com. As always, the link is in the show notes. Thank you.